0: This audio recording is from the 11 a.m. service with Pastor Philip Roblard. For more information, please contact us on our Facebook page.
1: Thank you and good morning, everyone. We thank you for joining us. The numbers are still going up a bit. uh, And we have some people that I know are going to be joining us. Um, They had to be kind of walked through the process. (laughs) and so thank you Joel for all of your good work and it makes it real and Elaine it makes it really easy just to send them the uh, the link and uh, I want to thank you for that <laughs> um, we're going to immediately go to uh, I want to wish you all a very happy Valentine's I trust that um, uh, you had a great weekend with your spouse and if you didn't don't have a spouse then I trust you had a great Time zooming in on your family because that's uh, the only alternative really and uh, so we, we had that privilege on Friday night and um, and so and Catherine and I had uh, a wonderful Valentine's dinner on Friday night we figured we would do it Friday night it was just an easier time to uh, get it done so we had uh, lobster which was absolutely delicious It didn't last long enough. (laughs) So thank you very much for, um, uh, we've had a few messages from people who wished us a very happy uh, Valentine's Day. And I'll be sharing the story about that a little uh, later on. We're going to uh, have the call to worship, which is found in 1 Corinthians chapter 13. And it kind of fits in since it's the uh, passage of love, and uh, and it's a very simple one. So, um, uh, uh, Joel, if you would, wouldn't would mind being the voice of the people, I will be the leader and uh, we'll enjoy the passage because it's probably my favorite passage in all the scriptures. When I was just a, a boy of about seven or eight years old, I committed it to memory because we had a, a teacher who, um, who was a Sunday school teacher actually in in her church. And she gave us three options to learn, to memorize. One was uh, Psalm uh, 23. The other one was 1 Corinthians chapter 13. Had to memorize it in the old words. And uh, both of them, of course, have remained in my mind ever since. If I don't love others, I would be nothing but a noisemaker.
0: If I had faith to move mountains, I would be nothing unless I loved
1: others. Love is kind, patient, never keeps a record of wrongs others do.
0: Love rejoices in truth. It always It is always supportive, loyal, hopeful, and trusting. Love never fails.
1: Now there is these three, faith, hope, love, but the greatest of these Is love. Our gathering hymn will be this morning 371 Love Divine, All Love Excelling.
2: Pure, unbounded love, thou art. Visit us with thy salvation. Enter every trembling heart. Come, almighty, to deliver. Let us all thy life receive. Suddenly return and never never more thy temples leave. Thee we would be always blessing, serve thee as a whole above.
3: Pray
2: and praise Thee without ceasing, glory in Thy perfect love. Finish now Thy new creation, true and spotless let us be. Let us see thy great salvation, perfectly restored in thee. Change from glory into glory, till in heaven we take our place till we cast our crowns before thee lost in wonder love and praise
1: let us together as a people of god um, go to prayer And uh, we will have a prayer of adoration, assurance of pardon, and the Lord's prayer as well. Let us pray. Gracious God, we thank you for your love. We thank you for this immense grace that you have placed upon us to be able to love even those who are unlovely. And Lord, we pray that you would continue to give us large measures of that during this COVID time. We ask you, Lord, also that that you would be with us as we forgive others, as we are kind, gentle, patient. Against such there is no law, Lord. And we ask as well that your love and your grace would fill us. Forgive our sins. Lord, as you went to the cross for us, may our lives be transformed with the continual and all-knowing knowledge that you have forgiven us from all that we've done wrong. And we now confess our sins, asking you to forgive us completely. And we ask all of that in Jesus' name, who taught us to pray. Our Father, who art in heaven, Lead us in your love, O Lord and family.
4: your faithfulness stretches to the skies your love oh.
1: Thank you, Joel and family. Appreciate it. And uh, that's another course we can put into our hearts and sing on an ongoing basis. Um, this morning I'm talking about love, of course. We wouldn't be uh, together uh, unless uh, on a Valentine's Sunday unless we're talking about love. And uh, I want to tell you the story of how we actually uh, arrived on this date because the story is about a monk. He was uh, he was a, a very caring kind of guy. He cared for people. He loved people. As a matter of fact, he was martyred on February fourteenth, two thousand and seventy, at the age of forty four. Uh, and um, Valentine or Valentinus was his name. 270 did I what did I say 2000 sorry 270 270 and uh, he was uh, he was a clergyman he was also a physician a doctor um, in his in the the area where he lived and it was during the time of the Roman Empire of course and he is actually called the patron saint of uh, of uh, love and a marriage he was the best known for his ministry because he he ministered to persecuted Christians. He did marriages in secret because Emperor Claudius banned marriages during wartime so he could get the men to pull them from their homes and, uh, and put them into battle. Valentine was a, also known as a healer a comforter of the sick, and uh, he he really did a lot of work with those that were ill from the plague at the time, epilepsy, and we're in a plague, if you want to call it that, and that's what, exactly what it is, and disorders for people who are going through tough times. The story goes, Valentine Valentine was healed, was healed a, an aristocracy, uh, aristocracy, Aristocrat, I'll get the word out right yet, Aristocrat's daughter while he was in jail. And after his arrest, Valentine told his jailer and all those people that were in prison with him how Christ leads pagans out of the shadows of darkness into the light of the truth and eventually salvation. Asterius, who was the jailer, promised that if Father Valentine could heal his daughter from blindness, he would convert. And uh, Valentine covered the girl's eyes with his hands, saying, Jesus, enlighten your handmaiden right now because you're God. And the little girl regained her sight completely. Asterius and his family were baptized in secret because if they did it openly, they'd be executed. But, of course, the emperor hearing of the news ordered them all to be executed, every one of them. And uh, so you know, love is uh, can back then was a pretty uh, tall order, and that's how come we come to have Valentine's Day on the 14th of February because that was the day uh, Valentine or Valentinus in Italian uh, was uh, was executed, and we celebrate this day because he was the patron saint of love and marriage well i trust that all of us will uh will take heed of that because there's a price there always is a price when we love it takes us beyond ourselves and we have to reach out to others um this morning as we go into the service i'm going to pray for the children you know the kids have had a pretty rough time this last little while and i feel for them they've had to uh uh, have their parents help them, and that's a stretch for most parents. I know I was a parent, and I can remember some of the challenges our kids had. They bring over a problem, home a whole problem, and have to have to. We would have to help them, but the children are the ones that are ostracized from their friends and from uh, people they know, and are having to try to learn online, and that's a problem so uh children my heart goes out to all of you you're you're made of good stuff and uh i want to pray for you that god will keep you sane (laughs) and uh loving through this time father we pray for our children and thank you for them and ask you lord to to keep them to sustain them through this terrible time we ask you lord to be with them and uh, guide their young lives, and Lord, give them insight, because Lord, this is a tough time for them too. Lord, sustain them. May you be uh, uh, close to them, and may your spirit uh, assist them in being able to solve the problems that they're facing in school, online. Through Christ our Lord, we pray. Amen. Well, this morning we're going to pray for the service, or for the message, and uh, the, uh, the prayer is before you. Let's pray together as a people of God. Thank you, Lord, for your love. We ask that your presence would show us how to love even as you love us. Through Christ we pray. Amen. I've intact uh, my message to Love Cloud, and I'm going to ask um, uh, David if he would read the scripture, St. John, chapter 9, verses 2 to 9.
3: Jesus' appearances changed, also referred to as the transfiguration. After six days, Jesus took Peter, James, and John with him. He led them up a high mountain. They were all alone. There in front of them, his appearance was changed. His clothes became so white they shone. They were whiter than anyone in the world could bleach them. Elijah and Moses appeared in front of Jesus and his disciples. The two of them were talking with Jesus. Peter said to Jesus, Rabbi, it is good for us to be here. Let us put up three shelters. One will be for you, one for Moses, and one for Elijah. Peter didn't really know what to say because they were so afraid. Then a cloud appeared and surrounded them. A voice came from the cloud. It said, this is my son and I love him. Listen to him. They looked around. Suddenly, they no longer saw anyone with them except Jesus. They came down the mountain. On the way down, Jesus ordered them not to tell anyone what they had seen. He told them to wait until the Son of Man had risen from the dead. Philip, you might need to unmute. Philip, are you still here? We cannot hear you.
1: I may have to start again. Sorry about that. What is love to you? I uh, thank David for uh, reading from the right passage and my apologies for uh, giving us another bum steer. Uh, It's supposed to be, I was working in John for so long that I uh, automatically put it down when I was typing it. But it's actually Mark's Gospel chapter, chapter nine, verses two to nine, and it's the story of transfiguration from turning from one thing to absolutely a mind-boggling event uh, as we celebrate Valentine's Day. It's a good time to kind of look at that. Uh, You know, our, our relationships when it comes to loving people deeply is pretty tough stuff. It's risky at best. Because what we're doing now is taking down our guard and exposing ourselves as people. Uh, but I often, re- you know, think of the drama, Romeo and Juliet. <laughs> we know being in love with the wrong person can be a rather uh, dramatic experience. It can be emotional risk. But riskier than emotional romantic love is the believer's love which is called agape. It's the deepest level of love and it's a bond that occurs between two people. They come together and become eventually one. Love that rises above fear. Paul says, perfect love casts out all fear. It's a risk. A love that rises above fear Perfect love eliminates that fear no matter who we are. So, if we want to be emissaries of Christ's love and have and practice agape love, we need to allow Christ's holy light to change us, to transfigure us, so to speak, into beacons of love, to be the hands and feet of God Himself. I appreciated uh, Elaine's. Um, Uh, front cover of the bulletin love is as old as time is like the rays of the sun that is so myriad and true and that's what love is all about it takes us beyond ourselves Um, you know I'm sure all of us or many of us have been in love it's an amazing thing it takes us from where we are and, and changes us into something different. And this is what exactly what happened on the Mount of Transfiguration. This is, of course, Transfiguration Sunday. And, um, and it changes us because... And here's what happened to Peter, James, and John. They came into realization that something was happening that was well beyond them. I, I think it was almost like the first of July for Canadians, the fourth of July for Americans, where the uh, the uh, the uh, uh, the sky is lit up and it's it's absolutely breathtaking. I think that's probably a little bit like what. Peter, James, and John must have experienced on that, on that mount of transfiguration. In every love story, we, we really are transfigured. We, we are almost like we're in a cloud, having your heads in a cloud. I know that's not a compliment in our culture, but you know, that's what, it's, it's, It really is a wonderful experience. It reminds us of how amazing being in love can be. It's good to feel that much love. However, we all have to come down out of the cloud. And and I understand as as Peter and James and John were up there, they were blown away. There was a, a strong connectivity that flourished in the cloud there. Peter, James, and John, three disciples that really flourished under Christ. But this experience nailed it for them. They saw brilliance. They saw this dazzling light. And as the cloud came over Jesus, Moses and Elijah, the father's voice, comes through. This is my beloved son, Listen to him. Do you know that as we are transfigured by by Christ being in our lives, something happens that changes us from the mundane, that puts us on a whole new level of existence. And as a result, the father says of us, this is my son. This is my daughter. This is my, my child. Listen to them. Listen to what they have to say because they are speaking now for me. They are extending their hand, their hearts of love towards those that are all around us that do not know Christ. Our hearts pound with that kind of love. We cannot love as Jesus loved unless we receive some kind of a a transfiguring, a transforming event in our lives. And when that happens, we are able to reach out to others when we never could before. Our hearts are changed. Unless we are transfigured by God's healing grace, we are transformed to love people on a level that we never have before. We comfort the sick we feed the hungry, we befriend the lonely, we invite those different from ourselves into our space. We love even the unlovely. So our conclusion here today I want to leave you with is when we do, when we are transfigured, when we are transformed, Jesus transfiguring grace transfigures those that are around us that we impact with Christ's love and today my prayer for each of my people I miss you like crazy is that we will be brave that we will be bold but most of all we will be love to our world uncompromising love amen amen let us pray Lord we thank you Draw us, Lord, draw us close to you so that our impact on others will be so life-transforming for them that they will know that the Christ that we love and respect and find joy in can be somebody else's experience as well. May we be so transformed this Sunday that we will reach out to those around us. We praise you, Lord, because you're the one who changes us. Paul says, from glory to glory, we are being changed. Well, Lord, may that change impact the lives of all others. Through Christ we pray. Amen. We're going to go to prayer with regards to those that need our prayers, and there's so many. And maybe you have a prayer request we'll give opportunity for you to uh, bring that before the Lord today as we pause for a moment and give you opportunity to enter into all that God's blessing affords us. And let's go to prayer. We have a number of people who need our prayers. Uh, And maybe you have some prayer requests yourself, maybe for you, maybe for others, maybe for your family. Maybe it's been a while since you've seen your family other than on uh, WhatsApp or or Zoom or, or something like that, some kind of vehicle. Well, today, I also want to pray that God's love surrounds each and every one of us as well. Let us pray. Gracious God, as a family of God, we come to you knowing full well that your unconditional love is sent towards us, makes it possible for us to be guided by you, to be transformed by you, to be changed by you. Lord, we, we bring to you those that are need our prayers. We think of those that that are, are near and far. We want to lift up Crystal Bra- Brady, Meredith Gemmel, Harvey Jackson, who's on the service this morning. Joe Lyons, Sylvia Lynch, Fred Longmire. Lily, young young girl who needs your healing. Michael Nealon, Rob Patterson, Matthew Rue. Lord, I pray that you'll take his young life and transform him. May you heal his mind and body. We pray for Earl and ask Lord that you touch his eyes. We think of those that are in retirement homes. Lord, we want to lift them up. We pray Lord for Judith and Isabel and Fran. I was speaking to Isabel this morning, Lord, last night, and Lord, I'm so grateful to you that the tests came back all negative and that she is in good health I thank you for that, Lord, because we've been praying for her. And so, Lord, touch, continue to heal and transform her. And, Lord, we give thanks for your healing presence in her body at this time. Lord, we also want to pray for um, uh, Audrey and Norma and Fran, Donna and Lori. We also want to pray, Lord, for those that We have on our minds, they may be family, they may be friends, they may be acquaintances from long ago, but Lord, in your mercy, O Lord, as we bring our prayer requests and thoughts to you, hear our prayers and answer. Lord God is we think of those around us, we think of our neighbors, our friends, who we can't really get together with unless we go outside, and right now it's pretty cold. We pray, Lord, that you will just infuse us with the opportunity to call one another and build one another up in our most holy faith. Thank you for that privilege that we have in you. Through Christ we pray, Amen. Um, We want to uh, just point out today that um, things are lightening up in terms of the lockdown, but be be careful and uh, maintain those social distancing. I know it's a tough thing to do. I'd love to go up and hug everybody, but uh, can't do it. But we pray that at least we can continue to encourage each other over Zoom. Make sure you call somebody. When a name comes into your head, give them a call. Our closing song is My Shepherd is the King of Love, verses 1, 2, and 4. And, uh, and it's number 691. Uh, I'm so glad that uh, Joel has put up the old uh, words to it because I like them better.
2: <laughs> <laughs> the king of love my shepherd is whose come Mine forever, where streams of living water flow, my ransom soul he leadeth, and where the burden pastures grow with fruit last, your feed. In this dark veil, I fear no will. With him, dear Lord beside me, thy broad and staff, my comfort still, thy cross before to guide me.
1: Thank you, Linda. I want to thank you, Joel uh, and uh, Elaine. David, for reading, for all of you that have uh, come on to our service, thank you so much for joining us. As I pronounce the benediction, I wish you a very happy Valentine's Day. It's not often that it's on the Sunday, but uh, we want to say to each of you, may you enjoy all the love that those around you can, uh, can send your way. And now may the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ and the love of God and the fellowship and communion of his Holy Spirit rest on each one of you now and forevermore. May he keep you and may he uh, hold you in as, as a loving parent in this time that is so difficult as we are going through. Amen. So you, um, I believe that you can unmute yourself if you want and uh, say hi. And, um, and Joel, uh, thank you so much for your ministry. Joel, and I see, uh, I see Isla. <laughs> Happy, Happy Valentine's Day. Happy
4: Valentine's Day, Pastor Philip.
1: Oh, thank you, my dear. You are so precious. You really are. Happy Valentine's to you too. Thank
0: you. Happy Valentine's Day, Bella and Lily and Lincoln.
4: Happy Valentine's Valentine's Day.
1: Yes, there's there's Caleb.
4: Happy Valentine's Day, Bella and Lily and Lincoln and Milton and and (laughs) Nick.
1: All the cousins. (laughs) That's lovely. Harvey, it's nice to see you. Happy Valentine's Day. Thank you.
0: Thank you for tuning into this week's service. Again, we would love to have you join us at one of our two Sunday morning services. First at 9.30 in either Elfin or Snow Road. We alternate week week after week throughout the summer. And then in the winter, we're only in Elfin. And then again at 11 a.m. in McDonald's Corners. Feel free to reach out to us on Facebook or call us at the number in the bulletin. We hope to hear from you soon, and we hope that this message
3: has reached you wherever you are.